1: Hey, cheaters! Welcome to the Always Cheating Fantasy Podcast, brought to you by Bet Online. My name is Josh. I'm here with Brandon. Brandon, how are you? Josh, we've taken
0: the fantasy out of the Always Cheating Podcast, <laughs> um, but we're injecting what? What are we injecting here? You, you laid the marker down, right? Like, yeah. How am I doing? I guess like it's fair to say I'm getting by. So the theme of today's episode is just flatly, how are we getting by? And by we, you, me, and our audience. So. Mm-hmm. We're trying to. We're we're gonna attempt to have a feel good episode of Always Cheating.
1: Certainly a feel less bad episode, if 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 possible. It's. I was just. I kind of was wondering how people are getting by. How people are passing the time. It's been. You know, here in New York, where you and I live, it's been five weeks now of. Uh, of yeah. Being at home, working from home, uh, doing it. You know, in my case with the three year old, which has been uh, a lot, and you know, it's just. I'm just. I I really wanted to. I didn't, you know, like most people. I spend all week uh, reading about where we are with like testing and a billion other, you know, and antibody tests and all this kind of stuff. And uh, I was like, you know what? Let's just let's just like let's 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 bring the tone up a little bit. Let's have like a little bit of fun (laughs) on this week's podcast and just talk about what people are doing for fun during this time. And as we. Yeah. compiled these responses from our patrons and, and from people on Twitter, uh a lot of them really did cheer me up and it made me feel like people are really finding a way to to get by and to not um, you know, to sort of just put their head down and get through this. And um, you know, it's not gonna last forever, um, hopefully. And uh, you know, and so that that's what this i'm is knocking little, wood right now. Yeah, Josh. exactly. This all and so if you are in a situation where you're like, I'm five weeks in and I'm out of ideas, I'm out of everything. Hopefully you can listen to this podcast and you will. it will spark some joy in you in a uh, life-changing – what's the life-changing magic of tidying up? Is that the name of that book? <laughs> yeah, that's a great product yeah. placement for Con today's Marie. sponsor, Marie yeah.
0: Kondo. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah, if anyone out there is actually passing the time watching Marie Kondo's show on Netflix, I you, I, I applaud you.
1: <laughs> so the opening question brandon uh we're gonna so we have a bunch of different responses and a bunch of different categories we'll get to in just a second but the opening question Brandon. just just to get the ball rolling here for uh, you know for for you and me and for the people listening to this podcast what okay so we're five weeks since i guess it's actually been six weeks since uh the last match was played in the premier league uh, you and i as it turns yeah. out we're in the final two matches of the season because <laughs> we went to we were at yeah. the Leicester aston villa match and then we had seen the uh the manchester derby which was the day before that which now feels like if you had told me that that we saw that match about 17 months ago i would believe you that feels it feels <laughs> yeah, like right. it's does not feel like five yeah. weeks ago
0: i posted a picture of me in front of old trafford uh on match day manchester derby uh on my instagram yeah and I, it was it was less than four weeks from that match and even at that point it felt like it had been like half a year had passed and it was actually called
1: new trafford then that's that's how long it's been
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay that that's like if um when they make akira 2 um (laughs) new tokyo and they'll go to new london town and Mm -hmm. new trafford will be the uh purpose-built uh european super league stadium there in, in new london town
1: uh, so I just came
0: up with a great idea for the for a new anime. You need to stop uh, this no one podcast. that idea.
1: Yeah, you need to stop this podcast <laughs> and, and break out the uh, your word processor right now. So, so okay. So, what do you think? Okay, so my question to you is, you know, what what do you think? And and I, I yeah, there really is no definitive answer right now. And so it's, this is this is we're in the realm of uh, pure speculation, Brandon. But what do you think comes yeah. next for Premier League in sports in general? And so I guess let's start with sports in general. Which sport do you think comes back first? What's, what's coming back first or maybe what what league, you know, (laughs) what league comes back if you can't think of the sport, you know, I feel like
0: golf is probably primed to come back pretty quickly because golf uh, is kind of defined by open spaces and Mm -hmm. people being, you know, having a certain amount of distance between each other. So, And I can golf alone, and Mm -hmm. it's an honor system. Even in professional golf, I think they play on what is deemed the honor system. Mm -hmm. So I can send Tiger Woods out there by himself on the honor system, and he can play a sanctioned professional match of golf, and I think that's fine. Tennis, yeah. also something that you play by yourself, and you're inherently six feet away. No doubles, mind you, Josh. No yeah. doubles.
1: A lot of sweating, though, in tennis, and, and you are touching the balls a lot. And there are a lot of ball boys, uh, too. Good point. You know? It would be fun yeah. to watch the, uh, like Federer playing a doll in a match where they were fetching their own balls like running around like <laughs> running from the corner and, or doing what oh, like what i used good. to do in high school which is like i was such a bad server that i would just keep two tennis balls in my hand cuz i was i was so sure my first ball was going to be a fault so that i would just like, be <laughs> now, there <laughs>
0: would, would be, be the great. the inevitable serve in which in which um Federer gets his uh, he hits the ball so hard it gets stuck like in the chain link fence a little too <laughs> high up and they, they're rough. like throwing their rackets at it to try and get it you have to them.
1: climb up the fence. And yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think golf probably makes the most sense. But if I had to put money down, I think baseball and this is like an American centric point of view, but. I can see the whole like pomp and circumstance of, you know, this American. I mean, obviously coronavirus and all of this is a global issue. It's Mm -hmm. a pandemic. Um, But I can see from an American perspective, they would want to reopen the world basically with a
1: nice game of baseball. Yeah. And you.
0: So if I put money down, I think it's baseball.
1: I guess they're all in like the dugout, but I guess you could space things out a little bit. You could play in an open air kind of way maybe um yeah i i think i think i actually think it will be golf though i think in in the pga has already announced that they're going to be coming back like june 2nd or like or like the second or third week of june with like you know the john deere invitational or something like there's some some golf match that's mm-hmm. like like a another thing scheduled. you can do on your
0: own mow the lawn <laughs>
1: that's true a competitive sport could be you know two <laughs> side by side uh yeah i mean i think like ufc there's things like that that are like kind of on the sports entertainment you know spectrum that you might wwf obviously they did a they did a um uh wrestlemania happened brandon a couple of weeks ago yeah. um yeah but yeah. no fans yeah but football i think is is really um you know the premier league in particular i, I just don't know i mean like you know their president the president of england just or the, the the prime minister, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> it's very American centric. Uh, it's the old Americanism that's <laughs> coming out, yeah. <laughs> uh, the prime minister of England. Uh, I mean, he just got out of the hospital, right? I mean, you know, it's like I know that doesn't yeah. mean everything, but it's like if you're in a situation where your prime minister is just getting out of the hospital, uh, you've clearly not like kicked this thing to the degree where you can just like start up in another week or two, you know. So, um, mm-hmm. I don't think it looks great. I, I you know, this idea this fanciful idea that, I mean, I guess I would love if it ever happened, but it just feels so hard to believe, you know, that like you would do all these matches at Wembley, you know, um, and do them like in the month of June or whatever, or just do them like, with, you know, with no stadiums. Um, I don't know. I mean, I hope it happens. Um, I'm not even thinking about fantasy right now. Cause I, I don't know how that's going to happen. I, I kind of just like, just give me something, you know, like just give me some kind of football, you know? And, uh, yeah. That, that'll be enough you know i can bet on it you know like just let <laughs> want some stakes you know we could start a little patreon yeah. league or you know who cares like what did we can do something like that uh you know but just yeah. just having anything i mean honestly if golf comes back and it's the only sport that's back i am gonna be watching the hell out of every i'm gonna watch eight <laughs> hours a day i'm gonna watch so much golf i'm gonna I, I don't even like to play golf but i'm gonna watch so much golf during that in that window i'm gonna yeah, know your yeah, subscription to golf
0: digest is in the mail josh
1: yeah, yeah exactly i've been describing it for 20 years but i never read it you know but just on you know uh, just in case one day finally you know. it'll come in yeah. handy yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah now i am finding myself moving into the camp of regarding the premier league and a lot of these un- uh, leagues with unfinished seasons that we just have to scrap the season and we were talking before we started recording about i was uh, i was on a family call today with my niece and nephews and my niece is just graduating from high school she's missing out on all these you know seminal experiences from the end of her high school education like prom and uh, orientation for her upcoming college and that sort of thing and her her young adult life is going to be defined by this, and you can choose to say, "Well, it's unfair. I missed out on these things. How are we going to rectify that?" Or you can choose to say, "It's kind of remarkable that you are uh, you you are in this era, you are of this time, and that you can be defined by it in ways that maybe, as we go forward, could be positive." And that's a grand way of saying. I'm sorry, Liverpool fans, but you guys will go in the history books of having one of the all-time great seasons that was cut short by a pandemic, and I think that's okay. If we don't finish the season, if a league title isn't handed out, I'm sorry if you're out, you know, these, uh, Josh, I don't know if you know this, but money is um, ethereal, it's made up.
1: (laughs) If we just say,
0: you know, forget the money, tear up the broadcasting contracts, we have collectively decided as a global population that we're moving on because yeah. we are bigger than broadcast rights. I think we can say that. So for yeah. wh- whatever the future is of the Premier League, I think we should just forget the last season and let's. Let's start up again whenever we can I, a new I, season.
1: I'm really coming around uh, to that as well, which I, I really was not in support of. Support but I, I think I agree with you. And at some point, like, it does sink in after a month of this that you're in a once in a hundred years or more situation. You know, it's just not something that, you know, at some point you just have to let go of, of – your idea of what, of what normal is, you know, or like your, your idea, like, you know, and it's, it's very, it's obviously a very Liverpool focus because it's the only thing that really matters in terms of this Premier League season. And, you know, I mean, I, I don't care about player bonuses or, you know, whether, uh, you know, Sky gets all the money they're owed from their contract or whatever, you know? Yeah. but, yeah. but I mean, it, but, it
0: does get complicated with the promotion relegation stuff and then mortgages that are on the bubble there. But yeah. as but, I, I mean, as I said about money before,
1: but there's there's legacy and there's record books, you know, and people will talk about this Liverpool team even more if this season gets canceled, right? It, they'll be so much more yeah. famous. It'll mm-hmm. be, you know, it's like everyone remembers like, you know, I mean, any moment like you know, the Black Sox of 1919, right? Like a team that famously – uh, you know, like a, through a world series, you know, and I, I know it's not like a perfect example, but it's just like any, anytime like something crazy or you know, or like a perfect, like for like comparison, but like anytime, like something wild and crazy happens, people will talk about it forever. Like this Liverpool team be remembered so much better than, you know, the, like, I, I don't know, like, you know, any of Pep's Man City teams, most likely, you know, it'll be like, <laughs> it'll be the team that didn't win the title, which in some ways will be even more memorable you know, than if they'd actually won, then if they win this stupid thing, you know? And
0: so, um, wouldn't you like Liverpool to be the spinning top at the end of inception? You don't (laughs) know if that (laughs) Liverpool team keeps spinning or falls
1: over. You don't know. It's just, yeah, exactly. Like this, like this record books thing, it's like focus on legacy. And this is like a real, like, there was a great, uh, uh, blog that existed back when, you know, Things like blogs existed called uh, free 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 Darko <laughs> Zanga page. Yeah, free Darko, which was a legendary NBA uh, blog and uh, super famous. A lot of people who wrote who wrote for it went on to write for a bunch of other places. And uh, I have free Darko shirts and books. Uh, huge free Darko fan. Uh, but um, they had this idea that like you know like that the the first like. The like I can't remember what they said, but it was like the beginning of the season matters. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, it was like you're making memories any time over the course of a year. It's not all about the playoffs. It's not all about who wins the thing at the end. It's about the experience. You know, the, just like w- will something amazing happen in the first you know month of the season or a, in a particular game or you know, it's a particular team mm-hmm. at an incredible run or a player or whatever. There's always interesting stuff, and you know, it's like I, I think that like a lot of the focus in Liverpool is is on them like raising a cup and the city having a parade. And I mean, first of all, if they win, there's not going to be a parade anyway. Right. We're not going to have parades for Mm -hmm. like three years, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, it's like, it doesn't really matter. You know, it's gonna be a guard of honor. All those crying dad,
0: all those crying dads and granddads who have been waiting a generation for this league title will be crying, uh, next to their wives, who are probably sick to death of eating dinner with them every night,
1: <laughs> and then they won the Champions League last year too. That was a pretty cathartic moment. So, I mean, I, I like Liverpool. I, I, you know, I like a lot of our friends, Liverpool fans. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think I'm with you. I think it's just better to, you know, it's like squeeze it in, and then June, and then what happens? You've got to like start the season in October or something. You know, like it's like just. just call it off and then, and then just start it in August the way you'd plan to start the next season, you know, and I don't know, but we're not, we're not, we're not being asked to like forfeit $700 million in payments or whatever. So, you know, rights agreements. So they'll probably do something. No problem to me. Yeah, me either. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So (laughs) let's, let's move on to our, the more positive, the, the feel good uh, responses. Uh, Just a note. uh, Patreon once again, uh, for May will be suspended. So if you are a Patreon supporter, one thank you and two you will not be charged on may 1st uh much like you were not charged in april uh it's just uh you know it's a, it's a thing we're doing for patrons it, it, you know i think you can still take part in the slack and if the league resumes we'll certainly give out all the prizes and all that stuff but um you know we just don't feel like uh now is the time uh to do that so hopefully you know hopefully th- there is something in june that we can talk about and and uh we'll get back on our regular schedule of you know two pounds a week and all that stuff but uh that's where we are for right now uh but if you would like if you know if you want to support the podcast or you want to talk on our slack um i thought there were some very funny responses today to our our call for questions for today's pod uh you can go to uh, patreon.com always cheating and uh, we really appreciate the support and if you're able to do it that would be great
0: excellent now let's take a quick break we'll come back with uh, our thoughts and our listeners thoughts on how we're getting by Hey, gang, with currently no Premier League, no NBA, no NHL, no Major League Baseball, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, my friends, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on, from their online casino to poker and blackjack. They're bringing Vegas to you, Josh. We're talking with some friends about getting a poker game going. That's a great way to connect with some mm-hmm. old friends that you haven't spoken to with a while. Uh, for a while, you get to have this passive experience of poker and also a little bit of banter in between. Listen, if poker is not your bag, you're missing the NFL. No problem. BetOnline has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations. You can bet on those, too. You can also bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol stock prices, even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Where Are they going to have that? Sure, they're going to zoom the <laughs> Nathan's hot dog eating company. I guess you
1: could, right? Everyone wild. could do it at their own home. Yeah, it'd be, I want to see what Kobayashi's home
0: looks like. <laughs> it's probably, you know, that guy's got a beautiful subway tile bomb backsplash in his, in his <laughs> kitchen. All right, all that stuff, all that stuff on Bet Online. It's open 24 hours a day. It's all online. You don't have to leave your home. You don't have to break these social isolation rules. You're just having fun. And speaking of fun, use the promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive a new welcome bonus. That's Blue Wire, all one word. BetOnline.ag, it's your online wagering solution.
1: All right, Brian, we're back. We put the question out there, how are you passing the time? How are you getting through this? In some cases, people been home for, well, in California, I think it's been more like six or seven weeks. Uh, in New York, we're at five. I think in London, maybe it's closer to three or four. Uh, so how are people getting by? How are they having fun? Brandon, we've broken this out into a few different categories. The first category, maybe the, I guess that's probably the biggest category here, Brandon, lots of different responses, mm-hmm. uh, are games. Okay, games. Makes sense. The kind like of people games. who like a fantasy Premier League podcast also like all different kinds of games. It's not a surprise there. Uh Championship Manager 0102 and Virtual FPL, Brandon. Those are uh those are kind of the two big ones. I'm not particular in either one. And uh, you are doing the virtual FPL, though, right? Is that what it's called, the virtual FPL, the one that's being run through that? Yeah, it's
0: called virtual yeah. FPL. It's run by the fine folks at livefpl.net, and you'd know livefpl.net from the regular FPL season. You can go there to check your live score, how your rank is doing, bonus points added in, how are you doing compared to your mini-league rival, that sort of stuff. So the mines at... LiveFPL.net have created this virtual game in which they are simulating through a computer they're not they're not crafting fictionalizing these narratives they have actually fed this information all this data from premier league stats and and historical stats into an algorithm and it spits out simulated results of um of uh, matchups, right? So you pick an FPL team just yeah. like you would. So it's fantasy, fantasy football. <laughs> it's, it's yes, exactly. It's virtual fantasy uh, Premier yeah. League. Yeah. Um, and in it, uh, it's been going for three game weeks now, which is a, a little strange in that the game weeks are coming thick and fast. There was one game week last weekend, and then this weekend there was a game week yesterday on Saturday. Then there was another game week on Sunday. The fourth game week kicks off um on Tuesday, I believe it is. But it's not too late to join if you wanna and I found it's actually pretty liberating. Like I am not tied to like my um my feeling of myself, my sense of pride and purpose is not defined by my virtual FPL score the way it right. is defined by my
1: regular FPL score. Right. Like when so it's, it's, it's it, not it, it's like a, it's not like when you and I are side by side the black horse and we're both boiling with With a thinly disguised rage over uh, what's what's happening in the uh, in the results. Yeah, somehow I've been
0: able somehow I've been able to shed that. So it's a great (laughs) way to sort of scratch that itch. You can go through the motions of setting an FPL budget, picking a team based on the fixtures and then seeing how the points roll in. And. And it's cool. And then uh, livefpl.net uh, sorts out what your ranking is. With I think there's around 2,500 managers in the game now. But if you want to sign up and get in there ahead of the fourth game week, just go to livefpl.net/slash sign up. And I'll, okay. I'll put the link in the show notes here, so yeah. you can click through to the it's show notes for a live link.
1: This is some free bonus advertising right here, Brandon. We well, a, it, no, it sounds like it sounds, it, it sounds yeah,
0: like it sounds like an ad, but I think it is like that's our audience, our fantasy yeah. Premier League players, and this is basically the closest you're going to get to it. So I feel like it's it's a drug that we need to get out there to the masses. It's an antidote.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure why I'm I'm a, I've been a little unmoved by this and the and the Championship Manager thing. I, I I don't know why I haven't been able to um embrace it or take it on as fun. I, I don't know. Um, but it's, I, I it's sort of like, uh, it's like people who run marathons or whatever, you know, I'm just like, it's not for me, but I'm glad you're having fun. I'm glad that, you know, I don't feel, uh, I'm not, it's, you know, it's like, I, I mean, in any kind of condescending way, I'm just like, it's, I don't even understand sure. why it would be fun but I'm, but I'm glad I'm glad that it's fun for people. I'll tell you, you know, what, it's why, much like a marathon. why it's, why it's fun
0: at the end of the day for me is actually last night. I forgot I was, I was on the couch watching, you know, streaming television with the wife and I was like, Oh, the results are in. And I just went through the 10 fixtures and ran the simulations. It took me like 15 minutes and it was just like it was like watching a cool YouTube video. It was just like a mindless source of brief entertainment.
1: Okay, cool. And neither of us know what's going on with Championship Manager, right?
0: F- far from my
1: mind. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I don't even understand it. I don't even know half the players. I'm. I, but it, it is like it is active, and I, I respect how active it is. Um, and Dan Henshaw said he's he spending his quarantine playing Football Manager twenty, which is insanely addictive. And the whole Football Manager thing just—I don't think it's really a thing that anybody. Has it just never has really been a thing in the United States as far as I can tell? Do you know any Americans who do Football Manager? It feels like it's kind of passed us. I don't. By somehow I, I, yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah, uh,
0: and yeah. I, 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 feel, I I'm curious to play it because everyone who I see online who does play it testifies to its addictive nature, and you know, we're talking about simulations with virtual FPL. And, um, I think a lot of the stuff in Championship Manager is run on simulation as well. But you yeah. You kind of watch it play out, but I mean, FIFA, FIFA, EA Sports FIFA is really the only soccer football video game that has come stateside, as far as I can tell.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I guess it sort of it feels it's a little like uh, Magic the Gathering or something, where it's like it's like a whole world that I am like scared to even like dip my toe into because I'm afraid I'll never, I'll never get out. You know, once I once I get sucked in, so. <laughs> Um, it's a bandwidth you know, issue yeah. then yeah it's a little bit of a bandwidth issue but i also have an addictive personality and so i know i mean you know if i'm gonna do you know if i if i get into something like that i will it'll be hard for me to ever pull myself out you know i've gone through uh-huh. this with fantasy sports and and online poker and chess and a million other things so
0: uh you finally kicked the smack so it's no more <laughs> yeah, that's no true more that more one i finally did kick.
1: yeah uh let's move on Good to Peter. some non-digital things uh Peter blow and this is I thought this was this is I put this one near the top because I thought it was uh one of the coolest ideas uh Peter blow said we played bingo last night over Facebook live if your numbers came up you had to drink so I went through three cans and three bottles of beer as well as half a bottle of Bailey's. <laughs> yeah,
0: oh
1: that sounds like a lot. Of, I don't know how many bingo cards you were doing and, you know, but I literally <laughs> like this idea. I don't know if there's like a virtual bingo app or something like that or, or you know, a website or something like that. But that does seem like fun to like get on a Zoom call with your friends and do bingo and drink if you if you win. <laughs> I don't know. That's intriguing.
0: I I cannot get past the half a bottle of Bailey's, uh, from Peter. Much, That'd give me much a stomach ache. to you.
1: Is that with coffee or just by itself? That does feel like a lot of. I mean, I, okay. So you're winding
0: down and, uh, you're ready to go to bed and, you know, maybe you've been playing cards with dear old mom.
1: Sure. You want one last bingo. drink.
0: Maybe you do yeah. a little bit of ba- little bit little bit of Bailey's <laughs> on the rocks. I have a bottle. To... <laughs> yeah. Save that for the coffee.
1: I, I like Bailey's you in went my through coffee a big, in the morning. You went through a big Bailey's phase, right? You where you were like yeah. Yeah. Chicken Bailey's pretty pretty heavily for a while there. Yeah,
0: you know that scene in in uh, Mean Girls where Lindsay Lohan starts giving the 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 Queen Bee like these granola bars that are actually larded with fat. <laughs> yeah, um, even though she thought they were healthy. I went through a Bailey's phase until I realized, you know, it was it was killing me in in a, in a much more immediate way uh, beyond like other booze <laughs> uh it's it takes a lot for booze <laughs> to kill you through uh means of fat and not uh calories or destroying your liver it so that's either way really. well done. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh andrew Sigel said uh he missed on his vegas trip due to quarantine he had to bring, bring vegas to him to, to he had to bring vegas to me and uh I, he shared a video, which obviously we can't narrate on here, but I thought it was very impressive because he actually created his own homemade craps game and he wow. used painter's tape, a children's number puzzle, sharpies, clay chips, dice, and any backboard. He says any backboard from any standard game will work and uh if you go to our Twitter feed, I did share this out and so you can you can take a look at it but uh i i I put this off, this one down near the top because I just was impressed. By the ingenuity of it I feel like when you see that you're like right I am not I have not tapped Out every idea that I've had for how To pass the time during <laughs> this you know like yeah. uh, You know like I don't know it was like you know I've got, I've got like a, have got we got some Table tennis balls are in here. Like, my wife and I can start doing flip cup, you know, in the evening. There's something just to, like, just to pass <laughs> the time. Okay. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start opening up my, my brain to more ideas. Uh, so, yeah, I think I like this idea. I'm
0: into any idea that involves utilizing tabletops. So, you know, Andrew's made his own craps table. You could make your own poker table. Yeah. Make a makeshift ping pong table. I, the th- one thing that I've never played, but I'm always envious of, of, people who grew up with sabutio and that's the tabletop football game where you have the the little i don't know if they're like pewter players or they're they're or heavy plastic or whatnot but you actually flick the football players around the tabletop to kick the ball and um there there's some tactics that go into it so it it looks like a lot of fun but the problem is at this point in the quarantine you have to live with somebody a you have to have a sabutio um You have to have a subutio board and you had to live with somebody who even wants to play this with you. So, you know, two (laughs) two hurdles you have to clear there.
1: I, you know, I just, I was reminded of uh, my, my, I'm I'm still thinking about flip cup, which was not anyone's suggestion here, but now I think would be a fun thing to do with, with your partner. Uh, And I was reminded of my bachelor party where I think that we, we, it was a bunch of us went to a, uh, a house in upstate New York and we played, how many hours of flip cup do you think we played over the course of that bachelor party?
0: I mean, yeah, it was all manner of, uh, of
1: (laughs) (laughs) table. It
0: it was a bachelor party, Josh. It was all all sorts, all manner of games were played. Um, I remember the ping pong um, more than anything else, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. And our friend Mike in the bathrobe. uh, Good memories.
1: Just good times. Mm -hmm. Um, James Holland says he logs on around 7 p.m. every night to play Ticket to Ride with friends and so I, I didn't get a chance to follow up with him about this i ticket to ride is a really fun game if you've ever played it it's actually a game you can play with two people too so you know a lot of the the best board games are like the the really settlers of Catan. the more in-depth ones are really games that require at least three people you know if not four uh to be played effectively but ticket to ride you can absolutely do it with two people but i don't know how you know there must be a digital version of it or something because there's a lot of little pieces involved a lot of you have to make basically mm-hmm. make train sets all over that connect that connect you know the country and it's a pretty fun Have you ever played ticket to ride brennan it's a pretty fun game
0: it's been recommended to me uh, by a handful of people and with like with the most straightforward sort of you must play ticket to ride and i feel like it's like all my friends who got married they subsequently came back and said you know, you have the conversation of like, well, what do you do with your spouse? You're with them all the time. Yeah. And Ticket to Ride keeps coming up as a, a game that you can play with just two people. So we have to check this out. We do have to look into this.
1: Yeah, I think that's I think it's an idea that that and virtual flip cup. We're going to work on both of those. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> FPL Mikey says, uh um a partner. I've been doing the virtual pub quiz on YouTube every Thursday. Uh, competing against a colleague and some friends i think he said it was a little uk focused but uh it did remind me of the um the pub the james holland or not excuse me the james alcott uh pub quiz that he's been doing on uh sundays it's uh 1 p.m u.s time 6 p.m uk time uh and it runs for an hour and uh but i just think it's recorded you can just do it at any time uh but that Mm -hmm. is that's really fun and you and i have done that and uh Uh, It's really well produced. It's really it's a fun thing to uh, take part in. So uh, virtual pub quiz, though. Yeah. And so what we we do in our case is we all me, you and our friend Trevor, we all um, do a FaceTime hangout call. And so we all have the phone and then we all play together as a team for the pub quiz. And so um, we're just sort of competing to get the best score we can. We're not playing against anybody else. But uh, that's a pretty fun way to pass the time.
0: Yeah, we kind of say, can we beat last week's score on the pub quiz? And right. it's uh, it's a good excuse for what I have found with the endless Zoom calls that you have with friends and family, on top of what you may have for work if you're working from home, is you've just run out of things to talk about because you get on the you know I had yeah. a phone call with my parents last weekend, this weekend. So what's what's new? Well. <laughs> frankly nothing is new yeah so um the 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 online pub quizzes is a great way to just get online you can have a little banter catch up on what minor incidents may have happened in the last week you can yeah. stay connected and i mean i guess you can't really stress enough how being connected with your friends and family is such a help emotionally and then by consequence physically during yes. these isolated times. Like it does really lift the spirits to see your friends. It does and to connect them and in, in whatever sort of like uh sort of tenuous way it
1: might be. I agree. And you know, I think I feel like a couple of these times where we, we've done the pub quiz or just hung out, you know, I've sort of been, I just wasn't, I wasn't feeling up for it. And then every time, you know, I, Every time I, I do, I'm like, yes, I just feel so much better. You know, we we have this standing movie night, a bunch of our old um, New York friend group, and um, every Friday night. And uh, this last time we all joined in a FaceTime call for 30, like 30 minutes, which is, I think, kind of the perfect amount of time. Um, you know, it was, I think it was only really more like 25 minutes because we all had to like rent the movie and <laughs> queue it up. But uh, point break. Yeah, classic. And, uh, but the, even like that little like 25, 30 minutes of us talking to each other was like, it really lifted my spirits, you know? And so that was, uh, that was definitely fun.
0: Something that Liverpool has been rolling out on their socials is that, uh, I don't know if it's daily or weekly, but it seems like once a week, Liverpool shows the, starting of the team-wide zoom call i don't know if they're doing some sort of digital training session but you see all the individual players logging in subsequently virgil van dyke is always the first one on the call and then like shakiri logs on he's like hello boys and then (laughs) virgil is like hey boys and then um Mo Salah gets up, gets on the call and Virgil is like, hello, Muhammad Salah. And Mo Salah is like, hello, Virgil van Dijk. And <laughs> Klopp is in the background being like, oh yeah, I got the barbecue out today. It was a great day for a barbecue. Um, it's just, it, Wow. I do not think I, I need lo- to
1: watch it now. You just like <laughs> you know, the whole thing. <laughs> <it's> <laughs> like a
0: nutty <laughs> professor style, like one man <laughs> play. Uh, my point is though, it, 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 the energy there is um, really cool. It's really cool to see um, people still having those connections. Being human. Another piece yeah. of quick, quick piece of advice, though, um, regarding the movie night that you mentioned that you and I, our friends, have mm-hmm. is so we watch a movie together and we don't, we're not on Zoom. We're not on a video thing while we watch the movie. We're just chatting on Slack. It's all. Just text based messaging. Yeah. And that's a, I feel like that's a, people might be overlooking more passive communication during this time. And I think it's fun, particularly with a larger group, cut out the video and focus on um, just text threads. Yeah. And that's a fun way to keep the thread going without having to be so, uh, you know, entrained yeah.
1: by it. I think that's true. And, you know, you can create a free Slack network, you know, an entire network just for your friends. And you can do it in about 45 seconds and you can invite everybody to it. And it's really it, it's very easy to do. And so that's what we ended up doing for this movie night. And I, I agree. I mean, it's it's literally just like 12 people all firing joke on top of joke, you know, and it's really um it's it I i it, it's, it's sort of I wouldn't say competitive, but it's like it's very rapid fire and I think it's more fun than just like if we were we're all on a Zoom call and mm-hmm. um and we're in just talking over people. each other. Just talking over each other. Yeah, exactly. Um uh, so uh, last game is a uh, Jammo says get a lot of joy out of Zoom hosting Jackbox games. I did like this because he accidentally at uh Jack in the Box, the <laughs> the restaurant, uh instead of Jackbox, <laughs> which is a separate company. And so uh-huh, first I thought yeah. he was zoom hosting like a like like jack in the box was like like was like venturing into the world of online games or something uh but apparently jackbox is done thing. he said who knew laughing i play over...
0: jackbox games
1: yeah. oh you have okay and he said who knew laughing yeah, over friends it's... oh no just to finish what he said here he said uh who knew laughing over friends barely drawn sketches from geographically separate locations could be so fulfilling
0: yeah, it's great. I have played uh, Jackbox games before and it's just it's a bevy of just party games, like games you can play with groups of people uh through a video game console. I don't know if you can do this on your mobile phone as well, but yeah, that's a that's a good call am into it.
1: Yeah, and so uh, th- that's the game section. So hopefully you got some ideas out of there. Brian, I know you're pretty excited about the flip cup thing, uh, so I'll keep you posted on that. Um, Please do. Yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah, I guess you really wouldn't want to have your like laptop streaming it, though, right? There's a pretty good chance of some spillage there. So <laughs> I think uh so. Yeah, it might be something you have to do with with your your own roommates or spouse. Uh, all right, let's move into the food section, okay? Uh, that that was the longest section. We got a couple short, quick hit sections to go here. Uh, Byron Brew, I think, sums it up for most of us when he says, Baking bread, I guess. <laughs> that's, yeah,
0: yeah, that's where we all are. You do not have. You are not on Instagram at this moment, unless you've posted a picture of bread that you have yeah. baked during self quarantine.
1: We just bought a new Dutch oven specifically so that we can make more bread. That's that's where we've that's <laughs> what we've gotten to. It's uh, yeah. Do you have a Dutch oven already?
0: N- no, we don't have a Dutch oven. Yeah, uh, we don't. Yeah. You know, we just don't have any place to to put something like that. But yeah, neither do we. Neither do yeah. we. <laughs> <laughs> but buy and brew is right. Like bread is awesome. Who doesn't like bread? And bread goes with every meal. Um, mm-hmm. And we need to eat. You know, we're stuck at home. You can make sandwiches out of it. You can dunk it in soup. Um That's true. You can just eat it by itself.
1: You can it, you can make it toast and throw it at Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show um, <laughs> reenactments. <laughs> Lots of different ways. Yeah, to do uh, it.
0: John Robson. John Robson chimes in and says, "I've made more bread than I've ever made before in my life. It's getting out of hand, but I can't help it. Here's my thing on bread, and also baking. So, um, I I don't want to be like cro Magnum, like my wife cook for me, sort of a guy. But mm-hmm. cooking so is are. just not. Yes. It just doesn't bring me joy, and my wife." does a lot of the cooking. And most of my the one of the big roadblocks for me with cooking is I'm 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 not creative in that way. My brain doesn't think. And I think that can be a big hurdle for people who are not comfortable in the kitchen to mm-hmm. get into the kitchen and therefore I cannot recommend baking enough because right. baking is not cooking. Baking is just how closely can you follow directions? And that's something that most of us if not all of us can do and there is nothing more satisfying than baking because if you follow the directions nine times out of ten it's going to come out close to what it was meant to be and you're going to be so fulfilled yes um eating that baked good so i think that's a great starting spot for anyone who is kind of trepidatious Mm -hmm. about getting into the kitchen
1: I would recommend for anybody who doesn't have it, and anyone who's thinking about getting more seriously into baking, is to get a digital scale, uh, which is uh, they're not that expensive and they're a very useful tool to have. And if you really want to get into baking, a lot of baking is in very specific, like grams, you know, it's not just like one cup or one teaspoon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And with a digital scale, you can really get down to the exact gram that you're looking for. And it's very, and like you said, it's, I, I like that following directions part of it too. And that's why I like baking more than, than like, cooking soup or whatever where it's like well if it doesn't have enough of this just add a little bit more you know and you're like ah that's stressful like i want it perfect i want it the way it's supposed to be you know um and it's it's a real split in our household cuz my wife is very good at that part of it where it's just like yeah I'll, I'll add some yeah. you know i feel like adding more scallions to this so i'm just going to go do that and you're like well it didn't say you could do that. You know, it's like it's not part of the recipe. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm with you could screw yeah. it all up, and then you <laughs> just
0: waste an entire soup. So nobody wants that.
1: Yeah. So I don't know, Brendan, if you have a digital scale, but if you don't, I, I recommend it because it really is. Yeah. Very satisfying to get like three hundred grams of something like perfectly. Yeah. Measuring out.
0: I've had it recommended to me before, and um, I mean the the only cheat I have there's an app that I have on my phone called Converter. Hmm. Mm -hmm. and you can have it it, currency, uh, liquid, uh, mass, all sorts of things. So I use that. Okay. But as you, as you say, it's all well and good to convert like, okay, so I have a tablespoon. How much is that in ounces? Yeah. You can convert that, but then to actually produce it physically for the recipe, it, that's what you need the scale for.
1: I wonder if there's an app where you can just put something right on top of it and it'll tell you what <laughs> yeah, the way it that'd is. Be great. It's a smart idea. <laughs> Soon. I shouldn't yeah. even articulate this in the phone. I save this for my own uh, design. Yeah. yeah.
0: You've got your scale idea for the phone and I've got my <laughs> Akira Two screenplay so we're that just i to write.
1: bursting with ideas right now uh james holland uh, with a healthier thing although we, i would think about trying to do this for our roof he says um i've been planting loads of vegetables my vegetable garden has never been in such a good position things are starting to poke their heads through tomato plants 50 of them in their final positions scenes wow. lined up ready for may will be fruit and veg self-sufficient by the end of june can you believe that
0: that's incredible. He's like a uh, doomsday prepper. James is uh, <laughs> ready to go, Pro- producer James. We should say that's 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 awesome. Um, we would love to do that, but we don't have any. You know, we live on the top floor of a brownstone. We have no open space of any kind. Yeah. There is there's like a a hatch to get up on the roof in case there is a fire. But up on the roof, it's just black tar and it's terrible. Right. So what we've actually done is um, there's not a lot of light in our apartment except for where our bed is so what we what we actually realized is there's a skylight in the hallway outside of our apartment great ah. use of a skylight whoever <laughs> built this building like cool <laughs> um i mean i'm sure they built this before it was separated into a spider-man <laughs> so we've got uh we've got an herb garden going in our hallway okay um, you know some some herbs are are living longer than others i'll say that much but yeah, you know, I think it's another thing that, um, you know, the, the theme is feel good, be positive, be upbeat. It's another thing that where you can feel like you're doing something to grow yeah. a plant or a herb or a vegetable or herb as my wife calls them. Uh, right. it, it gives you this great personal satisfaction. I love it.
1: Yeah. And if you want to feel good about yourself and you're listening to this podcast and you have a backyard you should feel great because because for people who live in Brooklyn right now it there all of the things that make living in New York great are wiped out by this, you know it's like so many of the things I should say you know it's like you just don't live in your apartment, you know when you live in New York, there's always things to do, you know, and that's sort of if that's not what you want to do, you probably won't live here for very long, you know, and so not having anything to do and then being in an apartments so and not even having a backyard, you know like I would just kill. To have a backyard, mm-hmm. a deck, or yeah. just like a place where my, you know, where the, the kid could run around, you know? It's just sort of sure. um, you know, so uh yeah, I think it's a small it may not seem like much if you have one, but it's actually um, we're all insanely jealous who <laughs> those of us who don't <laughs> have it right now.
0: Yeah. Last note on food, um something that we've been really um sort of gathering around is the the six o'clock, like the happy hour cocktail, and tr- trying to mix a new cocktail at home every evening, and that's another reason to get an herb garden going. Is that's a great way to class up a cocktail? Is throw a little fresh rosemary or or mint in there. Um, so any, any, so that's any one anyone of those, you've it's the little
1: things anyone you've made the last couple of weeks that you'd recommend? Any particularly good cocktail?
0: well you know we're not we're not doing anything that's like wholly outside of the box, but the Negroni is one that we've just been jamming on pretty hard, and the Negroni is equal parts gin, sweet vermouth, and campari and it's just it the the uh Campari gives it this dry sort of bite, and then the sweet vermouth also just makes it very smooth. And then, of course, there's gin, and gin is delicious, and you have it over ice. It's just a great way to signal the workday is over. Uh, let's relax.
1: Okay. So the Negroni, yeah. that's my drink. I have to get myself some Campari this week. Uh, all right, let's move on to uh, books and culture. Uh, Harry Alexander says the Red Rising audiobook trilogy is, in my unimportant opinion, don't sell yourself short, Harry, uh, the pinnacle of audiobooks. Always worth a listen. All right, so I did do a quick Wikipedia search. Red Rising Trilogy, Brandon. Pierce Brown, dystopian. Sounds a little Dune-ish to me. So okay. If you've, you've read Dune, right? I have
0: read Dune, and Dune is Dune is awesome. And I read Dune, I don't know, like 20 years ago. I was I – was, it wasn't like I read Dune when I was 12, and I thought it was awesome because I was 12. Mm-hmm. But I read Dune when I had read like – other books and I still thought Dune was awesome and which is a testament to it. Cause it was, at this point it's, you know, it's what, like 50 years old Dune. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So and you've got this new Denis Villeneuve Dune movie coming, not not to totally undercut Harry's pick of the Red no, Rising no, no, audiobook yeah, trilogy, yeah, yeah, yeah. but now now I think Dune is a great quarantine read for sure. I yeah. had to reread this um, note from Harry, though. I immediately read this as the Red Riding trilogy that we were just talking about David Peace the other week, but um, I had never heard of Red Rising by Pierce Brown. Sounds cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, That's what I thought, too. Uh, FPL Classico recommends Casa de Papo Season 4. This is known as Money Heist in the U.S., Brandon. Uh, But I think that House of Paper sounds so much cooler. Uh, Money Money Heist has been advertised to me, I think, literally every time that I popped onto Netflix for the last, like, three months or something. I have never watched any of it. I honestly thought it was a movie and didn't realize it was a series. If it was called House of Paper, I may have been more interested. Money Heist is so generic. I would, couldn't get excited about that. Uh, have you <laughs> seen this ever? have you seen Money Heist advertised before?
0: I am in the same boat as you, Josh, in that I've seen the ad for Money Heist and I have just glossed over it because I was like, oh, Money Heist. Yeah, I bet I know what this is about. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm glad that El Clasico has has actually given
1: it a full throated recommendation. So I'll, yes. I'll, I'll yeah. check it out. Uh, and Ryan Dika says, uh, he's starting to binge watch the wire. Just kind of a classic quarantine move. I've been trying to get my wife to mm-hmm. uh, sign off on a binge watch the wire and, uh, it does not work so far. This is, uh, I keep working on it. Maybe we um, enter month twelve. You what's know? the roadblock, do you think? With oh, gonna, she uh, knows old it's gonna. There. She knows it's gonna bum her out, you know. And so, like, <laughs> so, like do you want to sign in for anything? To, I mean, the the wire is a great show, but it, it's a colossal bummer. I mean, you know, it's like a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was actually
0: thinking about this because um, we started a rewatch of Mad Men a couple of days ago, and this is like yeah. my third rewatch of the show. And wow, Mad Men is just an all timer and. was thinking about it in relation to other those like golden age um uh prestige tv shows like the wire the sopranos and mad men is it's it's not a show in which like oh which character is gonna get got at the end of this season it's um i mean it's a show about specific white people who work in a professional office environment but at the same time there's kind of a character that speaks to every piece of your life and there's something that i get to take from every episode that i feel like is relatable and that but the the melodrama is is there to keep the propulsion going but still i feel like i'm with friends every time i watch Mad Men. so I, and I, I like you start from the beginning you're like oh right like I know everything about this person, and they're a familiar friend to me. And I yeah. really love that about that show.
1: Well, that I think that makes sense. I, I have also rewatched it once, and uh, I I enjoyed it immensely as well. I I've never rewatched The Wire, um, although I've watched A Band of Brothers about nine times. Uh, yes, that's and, a uh, great one. Kind kind of a bummer that show too, but they, but it's so it's so great. It's it, it's more action packed, I guess too. So it's a little more like fun in a way, you know. The way of more. I, I rewatched The Great Escape recently too, which is real. That's a blast. So I recommend that one as well. <clears throat> well, there, there, are, there are heroes in Band of
0: Brothers. The Wire is, is so real. I mean, it's yeah. hard to have heroes when there's a show about infrastructure
1: yeah that's true yeah it's uh i mean although you know mcnulty i mean come on you know he's he's great i i, I miss mcnulty in my life if no, if nothing else
0: Bunk. he's a real one for sure yeah
1: yeah all right uh then we move on to the general category brennan here a few extras uh benny blanco says my new hobby is shouting obscenities out the window at people breaching social distancing rules then ducking before they see me because i'm a coward i like this <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> i I don't actually. uh, I try hard not to say anything. I mean, I I try hard not to even think negative thoughts when I see people breaching the rules because um, I feel like you don't know what they're going through. You know, maybe they're um, maybe they've already had it. I mean, a lot of people already had it in New York. You know, so they they could have antibodies or um, you know. And I mean, assuming that they've gone through two weeks of, of self quarantine, you know, once it was passed as well. Um, or yeah. they're, you know, or whatever. Maybe they're just like maybe they have a hard time breathing with the mask, you know. That for me it's like I, I feel like I'm gonna hyperventilate every time I walk around with the mask on outside. And so not to get hey, too serious good, here, but yeah, no.
0: yeah, go ahead. It's been a really good piece of advice that i was given about your work life and you know those interactions you have with a coworker where you you're just not satisfied and that you feel like they were being short with you or mean to you or they weren't understanding you in a way that you thought and you you always take it personally and you're thinking well what have i done and to step back and say well always you've never you 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 didn't do anything it's yeah. probably just it's something that's going on with that other person they wrote woke up on the wrong side of the bed or they're experiencing a bad thing from some other end of the workplace or their boss or their their subordinate it to you know it, it, it plays both ways and that's always good to remember but i think benny benny didn't want to get like an actual answer to this question i do relate benny yeah in that i I always see things, particularly in like high stress moments like this, you always see the people who are operating outside of the rules. And, you know, we believe in justice at always cheating. Yeah, I don't believe in VAR, but I believe in justice. And uh, sometimes justice is is a little more naked than that. Um, But you want to point out when there's injustice, uh, but you don't want to be the one that's Seen rocking the boat. That's, that's totally. a harder road to home. Uh,
1: also, we've really struggled to get my daughter to wear a mask when she goes outside. I mean, not that we're going outside all the time, but like, you know, just, she has to get out occasionally. And um, I do sort of find myself in that position where I'm like, I, I want somebody to say something. I, I wish I like, I'm like, I'm so ready. <laughs> I'm so ready to go off at anybody who dares say anything to me. You know, it's like, I'm like, I, I would want nothing more than to just like, get into it with somebody, you know, like just to like blow off some steam. <laughs> kind of depends on your personality. Yeah. I got into I did you get I into it with, it with
0: somebody today. Really? Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> so I am out walking around the park, which is between your apartment and my apartment. And yeah. um you know, there are all these rules, right? Like you gotta stay six feet apart or two meters, you know, depending on if you're on the metric system or whatever system, sure. what People system can is that we're it. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to you got to wear a mask and and all this sort of thing um i'm walking down the sidewalk and somebody comes up behind me on their bike ringing their bike bell bling 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 bling, 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 bling like get out of the way yeah. and i move they're really forcefully and i move out of the way and they stroll on by with their bike on their bike and i just yell it's a sidewalk um <laughs> and they kept riding so I, mean, I don't really get into it with them but i just thought it was kind of hilarious in in this um current uh crazy time the mm-hmm. one thing that i'm yelling at people for outside is riding their bikes on a sidewalk
1: yeah a very seinfeldian moment right it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> why do you park in a driveway and drive in a parkway <laughs> you know it's not homework you're not working on your own <laughs> Uh, our, uh, Preeti, our friend says I'm watching movies with, with my friends and Friday nights and we're part of that group, Brandon. So yes, Friday night movies, a standing Friday night movie is I think the classic simplest way to, to stay in touch with your friends and what else do you have going on anyway? Right. So pick, I think the rules are, we, we the rules we've kind of loosely established are it's gotta be a, at least 25 years old. Right, I think anything newer, I don't. We don't want it to do anything that we have to actually watch it. Right, in theory, at least most of yeah. us have seen every every movie that we're rewatching. The Point Break. I was surprised how many people had never seen it before in our group yeah. of friends.
0: I think it should be an older movie so that people have seen it. Don't have to pay that close of attention. But also I think the key to bantering with your friends during a movie is it can't be a good movie because Mm -hmm. if it's a good movie, people are prone to moments of reverie. Like, oh, yeah. And just like this scene is just like, oh, my God.
1: And – no, Point one Break was like Point Break was almost there a couple times. There were couple moments yeah. where it was like no one was talking because it was so <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> but still, yeah, you want the
0: movie to to be open to smart, witty repartee, uh, and I think that's that's a way to cut loose. I think the key for me for like uh, the movie night that we have every Friday night, what I like about it is it's it's a standing. Um, it's a standing uh, occurrence and Mm -hmm. everyone it's assumed that it's happening. It's assumed everyone's going to be there. And I love that I can look forward to it because it's no nonsense. Everyone's going to be there. It's happening.
1: Yeah. And and just one thing I would add is just let somebody be in charge, you know, like you can, you can, you can pick some movies together, but what I don't, I don't think what, I think what, what has worked well for us is we've basically been picking like two the next two weeks of movies at a time and doing it very quickly with like a quick poll with our friends and and then it's like okay now it's done like this is it you know it's not mm-hmm. like because sometimes it's like i don't know if you ever like you know planned a vacation with somebody who doesn't really want to be in charge and they're like all right here's 37 different links <laughs> you know it's like i need you guys all to do a ton yeah. of research and think what do you this you through yeah what do you think <laughs> and just like throw it out there and it's like just have somebody be like all right we're doing it this time every week and here's, pick one yeah. of these four movies, you know, and then go from there. And so I think that um yeah. people want to be nice, but it's, um you need to have somebody just like cut through the bullshit a little bit or cut through the politeness, you know?
0: Yeah. It, it also helps to have a really great group of friends, which we are blessed to have. Uh, yes. Next question comes, or next, next comment about general things that you're doing to get by comes from our friend Sam Danby in Norway, Sam says. We just started training again this week, and Sam is a professional football player. Um, I think he, he comes from, I'm going to totally screw this up, Sam, but somewhere in the Newcastle area, I feel like somewhere in the, uh, mid East or upper East part of England. And he moved to Norway to actually play some professional football. So Sam says in Norway, we've just started training again this week, which has been nice. And kindergarten opens tomorrow also running competitions. So this is what you do when you're actually a physically fit person. Is you exercise, so this is this is the question I'll put to you, Josh. Like, how do you feel quarantine has been for your physical fitness, and Uh, what are you doing? You doing what?
1: What can we do? Yeah, trying to take lots of walks. Uh, The food and drink thing is like, just that—that's a hard thing to manage because if you're going to sit around all day and eat healthy, because like you know, there's there's two ways to lose weight, right? It's like either you exercise a lot or you eat less fewer calories. Right. And eating fewer calories when you're home and there's nothing to do, it just feels cruel, you know, to just be like, all right, I'm going to stay home and I'm just gonna eat salads all the time. And, and then, and then it's like, what is there even to look forward to in a day? You know, it's like, it can't just be getting angry on Twitter. Like there has to be something to look forward to. And, uh, I feel like meals just like one way to do that. So, uh, yeah, my, uh, my daughter and I have been like trying to find, um, like little pre-k workout videos uh, on youtube uh, and we're, we're that's streaming those that's your
0: level right josh
1: well to be honest like at first i was like oh this would be kind of fun because it'll be easy for me and she'll have fun and i have found them all like really hard <laughs> and they're because just... <laughs> a lot of it's just like running in place but it's like you know if you run in place as a four-year-old that's like they have they've got lots of energy they can do that but you know if you're running in place at in my in your 30s you know it's like you like you burn a lot it's like you're like i'm like sweating by the end of all of these and so uh yeah. so that's been kind of fun and then and then just trying to walk and and um and i guess cut down on the snacking you know and uh all that stuff not drink as much uh but no it's yeah. been awful i mean i think we're all like we're all going to put on you know i i you know the covid 19 like the 19 going to refer to like the number of pounds we're all going to yeah. gain you know by the end of this thing yeah And I think that's okay.
0: I mean, we all want to be physically fit and being fit will help you stave off illness. And and it's all all part of a piece, but at the same time, like this is a, this is a unique trying time. So don't beat yourself up if you're, if you're putting on a few, a few pounds and yeah, it's just, it's just going to be the nature of the beast.
1: Yeah. I've been trying to eat more vegetables, I guess. Like that's the boring answer is like, we're trying to like, yeah crank that up a little bit it was like it was yeah. not great the first couple of weeks <laughs> a little i feel
0: like yeah i'm i'm like drinking a lot more just because it, it's it's just like a, a interesting way to pass the time but i've been eating so much more healthy like our meals are are much more planned out and we're we're cooking a lot more so we're more in control of of what we're putting into our bodies but yeah Sam, I, I, we we sort of skated over the underlying theme of sam's um uh, comment He's in Norway, as, he, as as we said, he's <laughs> yeah. he's training again with his All football right. team. His his daughter's back in kindergarten. I think it's I think he has a daughter. His, his kids back in kindergarten,
1: and uh, everything is apparently better in in godless yeah.
0: Scandinavia.
1: Ugh, kindergarten open tomorrow. Oh, that's that sounds so great. So jealous, uh, Brent, <laughs> And last but not least, Red Dagger says, "I have now completed Pornhub." so thank you (laughs) congratulations Congratulations to him that's that's quite an accomplishment uh it must have taken a lot of hours and so uh, it's like reading war and peace yeah it really is it takes a lot of that's you got to put in several hours a day which i guess now you do have the time to do it so uh so someone finally did it brandon so congratulations to red dagger uh and on that note we are going to end this week's podcast thank you to everyone for listening to the podcast uh, a special thanks to our patrons, of course, uh, many of whom had uh, comments that were contributed to above and, and, you know, to thank you if you're, you know, just if you're, if you continue to listen, even if that dumb mm-hmm. porn up joke that we just did, uh, if you're, if you continue <laughs> to listen, uh, even though there is no season, uh, we really do appreciate it. And obviously we want the season to be back as soon as possible, you know, we're still enjoying doing these podcasts. It doesn't feel like any kind of massive burden So we're going to, we're going to keep doing them as long as, as long as we, uh, mm-hmm. you know, still have ideas. And hopefully by the time we run up ideas, there'll be, you know, primarily <laughs> oh, stuff God. to talk about, Please, you know, please. Mean, <laughs> we've, all, we've we've come up with something every week so far. So I, you know, we'll, we'll keep it going, uh, as long as we can. And, uh, no, but thank you. Thank you to everyone for listening. And uh if you'd like to support the pod, you can go to patreon.com slash Uh, you can say thanks. You can also go to the always cheating shop. So if uh you know if you're looking for a mug or a t-shirt or a sweatshirt, and uh that is something you could just that that will, I believe, ship right now. I think those are still all shipping. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. So you could uh you could you could support us uh, that way too and get something for uh lounging around your house. I actually don't have an always cheating sweatshirt, Brandon. We need to rectify that. Maybe I'll actually yes. actually but I think when I'm done with this podcast, I might pop on and buy myself uh a sweatshirt. You've earned uh, it. You've uh, earned yeah, it, Joshua. I, yeah. I have earned it. Uh <laughs> so uh yeah so thank you though for everyone uh who who listens to the podcast and special thanks to our patrons. Brandon do you want to thank our producer patrons?
0: I will thank our patrons. And just to quickly add on to what you said, we we still have things to talk about and I look forward to this every week too. It's just, it's great to catch up with my best friend and and chat about whatever's going on, but it, it kind of means that much more. It adds that much more energy to know that all of you out there are listening along with us. And, and yes, it's great to hear from you at the same time. So again, yeah, thank you. So our producers, Big ups, the, the best of the best. We've got Trevor Ingerson, Mike DiPietro, Chris Howell, Andy Penn, Chris Carter, Martin Savage, Brian T, DeBig Gaffer, Gafford, Kuhn, Jeff Husby, Ben Grant, James Holland, Jazz Binning, Dave Wegner, Lodal, Nick Wright, Jim Payne, Brian Chin, Blair Jacobson, Frederick Kean Gransky, Travis West, Alan Creasy, Victor Forberg, Skogang, Paul Herzig, Kaya Christine Lelang, Stein Niehaus, ne- Barry McGuire, Peter Tell Andy Portlock. Toothless Gibbon, Andy Martin, Lindsay Rostell, Anton Markov, fplmerch.com, and James Conroy. Don't forget to subscribe to the Always Cheating Podcast. I think that's why you're here. So just subscribe. Never miss an episode. Yeah, You can rate us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, do that whole thing on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Oh, and we're and all over
0: social. Brent, go,
1: I just, just want to pop in. I, I forgot to say this earlier, uh, but just a quick shout out to Jim Payne, who is one of our longest patrons and a producer patron of ours, and uh had um uh pretty major surgery uh a while ago. And uh he messaged us this afternoon to say that he was getting better. And so uh he is one of the nicest people we know, and uh he's been with us uh since uh the first year of the podcast. So uh shout out to Jane, uh to Jim and uh and thanks for um, keeping us posted on how you're doing. So, uh, thank you to him.
0: Nice, rock on, Jim. You are the man. Glad to hear you're uh, you're on the mend. Uh, so, absolutely thrilled to hear that. <clears throat> yeah, give us a follow on social media for more feel good stories like that. <laughs> We're on Twitter at Hail Cheaters, Instagram at Hail Cheaters, Facebook dot com slash Always Cheating, or send us an email with whatever thoughts you might be having. Uh, Related to who knows what We're happy to hear from you Hailcheaters at gmail.com All this and more including that shop
1: that Josh mentioned It's at alwayscheating.com And that's it Thanks for listening, we'll be back next week And you know, hopefully people will actually put in place Some of these uh, these game suggestions And uh, let us know if you do And uh, we'll share that with anybody who uh, made the recommendation
0: Absolutely And Poku, we know you're out there listening Let us know how you're getting by We want to know
1: yeah, Sam folks too. Let us know guys. It's important. Oh, Lord Soloth too. I mean, really all of the patron says of the pod should really be should be we should get a real yeah. WhatsApp group going with all these guys, you know, just just to keep posting on <laughs> what's happening. bacani no
0: longer has an excuse. You've held out long enough, Mbacani. Let us know how you're getting on. That's
1: right.